It's that time again. Time for your more than jibba jabber podcast. Let's go! With your hosts, JJ. What's up, man? Christine. Go, girl. JD and Shama. Hi, fellas. Spreading knowledge to help overcome the fears of our time. Yeah, these guys really know what they're talking about, so listen, y'all. It's time to start the podcast. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. You're listening to More Than Jibber Jabber on the Jibber Jabber Podcast. And we are up and running for this week's episode. I think we are at episode 99 this week. I am quite a few episodes behind on publishing, so please bear with me, folks. I, uh, <laughs> I've had a lot going on the last couple weeks, so... I'll get it all out as soon as I can. All right, Siobhan, I'm glad you joined us. I was just talking about you. Yep. Same crew as always. Uh, Shaman is going to be a little late this evening, if at all. He's had kind of a family emergency come up, so where prayers are with his family and him. JD, Sis, and Alan are here to pick up the slack. And Alan's going to have more than one word for us tonight, I'm sure. Right, Alan? At least two. Well, there you go. That's almost well, three. there you go. He's already over. <laughs> He's already over. He's got his quota filled. All right. Thanks a lot, Alan. Anytime. Have a good night. Right. Be here next week. All right. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate everybody coming out. And uh, mostly the same crowd that hangs out with us all the time we appreciate you guys coming out every week and joining us for the live call i said i was glad siobhan showed up tonight because i actually have been thinking about a question that he asked in the voice chat we had during the week in the natural law wisdom group on telegram and he asked how, how do you how do you approach people how do you talk to people to get them to understand what being present is how, how do you get them from, you know, how, how do you help them get there? And I've actually been thinking about this. I, I pay attention to a couple different things, just trying to be as learned as I can. And a guy that uh, does videos that I, I follow pretty close, the subject matter that he covers, somebody asked him a very similar question. How do you how do you get people to see the, the evidence that's there and approach that topic? And I think that topic is very much in like what we discuss here. It's, it's not a case of leading the horse to water. It's waiting for the horse to come to the water and drink. And then sitting there and talking to him while he drinks. We talk about all the time about meeting people where they're at. And that's, that's a really good way to put it in my view it, it, it is we're we're just we're letting the, the horse do its thing and when it's ready to hear what we have to say then they'll hear it but now as far as being present i, I think that we've got somebody on the call alan that done a video just recently that we posted talking about this very thing 
And he made some very good points in that video. And I would encourage everybody to go and check it out on the Telegram channel. Because that's the only place we have it posted right now. Probably get it put on the... Alan, you think it'd be okay if I published that on the Facebook page too? Oh, he, he lost the mute button. Sorry, hit the mute button again. There it is. I don't care, man. That's cool. All right, cool. Because that's, man, I, I think that's really good points that you made in that video. I think a lot of people should hear that. And maybe there's more people out there ready to hear that part of it than we know. I want you to remind everybody what I said. I forgot. <laughs> so in the video, you talked about being present in and now is where happiness and joy is. That's, that's where you're going to find contentment. And living in the past, you find yourself being angry, living in a, a state of anger. And if you're living in the future, then you wind up living in fear. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, I was just seeing if he was listening. Look at there. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best place, guys, and really, especially those that are searching, if, you, if you're not present, you can't see the truth if it was right in front of your face because you're either worried about something you've messed up on yesterday or you're worried about what you'll mess up on tomorrow because you hadn't even got that piece of paper yet. And you're worried that piece of paper will show up in the mailbox. But, you know, you guys mentioned there's a lot of folks that go searching for the truth and they just haphazardly do it until their back's against the wall and then they're 24-7 in, right? We all are. Well, at that point, it's kind of like if you've been diagnosed with diabetes because you eat really crappy your whole life, it's kind of minute at that point, isn't it? You probably should have tried to live a little bit different lifestyle beforehand because you know something's wrong. You don't know what it is. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go looking for it. I mean, that's what we, we try to show people here. There is a different side to the truth, and my truth might not be your truth, and you may not be ready for my truth, and I may not be ready for your truth. But if I'm not open to being present and open to other people's beliefs or opinions on their beliefs, how am I going to know if there's anything different out there or not if I've already made my mind up? I don't think you can be present and already have your mind made up because each specific, based on my experience, each specific circumstance I've been involved with, I dealt completely different than what I thought I would have beforehand. Mm -hmm. So why worry about it? I mean, if you truly believe what you believe is in your heart and you believe no other person or man or entity can take that from you, the only thing they can do is harm your body. Now, do you want to go any further than that? That's another opinion, but what I teach over and over based on my experience, guys, is stay the heck out of that courtroom. Learn the truth. Learn to handle your everyday conversations as contracts so you're honorable so they can't take you to court. That would be my benefit or that would be my whole goal in life. How do I stay out of court? What do I need to learn how to say or maybe a better way to say that? What do I need to not know how to say to keep myself out of court? Exactly. Hope I didn't go off on a tangent. Nope. That was a good one. J.D., sis? He said it perfectly. Well, I think in, in reference and yeah, in, in reference to what Shafan brought up the other night, you know, it's along the lines of what Alan was just saying. But I also think that, you know, there's a lot of this stuff can sound to 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 most people like this stuff like will sound like what does this have to do with court? They're gonna say like in their mind they're gonna be like, Oh, well this is just sounds like philosophy, you know, being in the moment. I exactly well, if they understood the court was being held twenty four seven with everybody that, that would change their opinion a little bit because they don't right. understand what court means, right? Correct. Right. And also the fact that like 
there's an angle of this that ties into the personas, the legal personas, which are all wrapped in represent, a representation. So people, people think that, like they'll listen to this, some of this dialogue here and they'll think, okay, well, that's great. This is all great philosophy and theory and you know how you're supposed to emotionally feel like as you're trying to fend for yourself for your freedom and stuff. But how does this have anything to do with the government? How does this have anything to do with what their laws are and stuff? The more, the more you dig into it, the more you realize like, okay, the, the, this, the philosophy and and what we're talking about at a deeper level is actually more important than, than the, than the angle that I'm kind of alluding, you know, directing this, um, my little comment here on with reference to the personas and this thing called the, the legal person, right. Where, you know, we've, we've talked about here is where the judges asking, you know, it's like, oh, you know, are you the person? I need to see the person. I can't help you if you're the man or woman. And that's literal. It's like literal. He literally needs to have the man or woman be the person. Well, if and, I can jump that's in. pulling them out of their presence. Yeah. Well, it, it, so I, I don't know how many times I've said this to different people that I, I've engaged with in, in trying to explain my perspective this this isn't a hobby it's a way of life this isn't a sometime thing this is an all the time thing court is happening every single day every single second we're on the record and it's it's that's and i think alan's right i think that because people don't understand what court truly is they don't understand the record that they're setting through their actions every day is why they can't connect the two dots. Yes, this is kind of of a philosophical thing. The more that I learned, the more that I've studied, the more that I have went into this, the more I see how it connects to so many other different areas and it's it's not simply oh well it's just a hobby that i'm gonna go and talk about this stuff at you know and and try to get people to see this this particular area no this is life we're talking about this isn't just it going into a state-run court and okay well this is how you're supposed to behave there no if if you're not behaving that way if you're not living that way prior to going in there then how can you believe that what you're saying in there is true to where they're going to accept that belief because if it's not if you're not pre presenting that what you are who you are everything else is a, a falsehood isn't it I what mean, did somebody share on the facebook group or i'm not sure which group maybe it's one of you guys talking about the legal fiction it was in the definition is it a person or what? Can somebody help me there? I don't remember. That. Train of thought. What's you know? What's the definition of a legal fiction? Or technically, a person is a a legal fiction, right? It doesn't exist. Right. So 
representation representation of person, of person is a fiction right, of right, without representation so if, correct if if you have lived your whole life as of that fiction of that law and if we go back as a fiction as something that's not real does that mean that everything we've been taught is not real absolutely would you call that fraud well, if somebody can grasp the concept of the straw man and they understand that's not them then why do they continue to believe everything they've been taught their whole life some of it's true and some of it isn't if they've lived as that persona their whole life, can they look themselves in the mirror and think, well, almost everything I know except that is the truth? Well, what that does is it destroys the foundations of what they've been. What they built their life on. Yeah, what you they built think? their and, 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 you know. You would think everything. so, and then it doesn't, though, does it? Sometimes, maybe that's the hard part. They don't want to acknowledge that maybe they've been lazy and the truth was there the whole time and they didn't see it or... Maybe they were naive or you fill in the blank, you know, whatever we want to give ourselves right. title of. It's pretty hard to look in the mirror and think, was I that gullible? Was I that uneducated? Was I that ignorant or whatever title you want to feel there? All those apply. But, you know, if people can't grasp a concept of what they see in their life and apply it to their life, that's not the way it is. So something else may not be. I, I don't think there really is. It's like Morpheus said in the deal there. Some people are not ready to be woken up. Yeah. In fact, they'll die fighting for the very system that they don't know doesn't exist. Yep. So when you when you said that they were taught this their life, would you say that that that's fraud being perpetrated onto them? Mm, not necessarily, depending on their circumstances. But I believe it's a fraud from the get go. Yes, but I participated in it, but only because of my environment. If I would have had someone in my life that would have pointed me out that there was a black and a white option, look in the middle, I might have come to a different conclusion instead of everything that I taught that was taught to me was from some book, a character, movie, or this or that. None of that was but original thought from Alan. I don't believe there ever has been an original thought that hasn't already been had. Someone stuck it in my head and I decided that was a good idea based on my environment. And we're all that way a little bit if you want to throw psychology in the mix. But this is a little bit more than psychology, philosophy, and spirituality mixed together. I mean, this is, if you're not present, are you, are you even in your real time zone? You know, are, are you really alive if you're not present? I don't know the answer to that question, but I just think about really crazy, silly stuff like this all the time. Me too. <laughs> but I look at people and I hurt for them. You know, I could sit down at the courthouse. If I wanted to help people, I could sit down in the courthouse and just watch them go in and listen to say, hey, ask the attorney this. Hey, ask the attorney that. Hey, ask the attorney this. You don't think I'd gain a whole bunch of buddies that way and help because they're right there with their back against the wall? Oh, yeah. But what good does that do me besides put me in jeopardy? Yeah. That's what this calls for. And 99% out of the 100 people that said, yeah, I'll try that, when they stand in there, their knees will buckle and they won't even ask a simple question. Yep. I'm not judging either. I'm just telling you based on my experience what I've seen with my own eyes. I'm going to tell you based on my experience. Can't tell you the amount of people. Yeah. It's it's not fun it's to be in there it's under just, the gun. Oh, imagine being in there with you. Let's say you're under the gun. <laughs> Let's just say, I'm going to give you a scenario. JJ, you and Christine have spent 30 or 40 hours with somebody and somebody else training them to go into court. And then they go into court and they do not nothing that you told them to do. It's very demoralizing to you as a friend that's trying to show them and they don't even try it. Yep. But I can't tell you how many times I've visually experienced that. Yep. 
I almost have to use reverse psychology on people now if they ask me how they can help themselves. If I don't convince them that they got themselves into trouble and they can solve it, it doesn't go any further. They got to come up with the answer somehow. I got to convince them that the answer I want them to know is their answer in the first place. Almost sounds like an attorney, doesn't it? Exactly. But without the experience, guys, without the battle, without learning how to change the tire, without changing the oil, without stumping your toe on the closet in the dark, you know, you don't have that experience. You never know how you're going to react until you do it. And I know that sounds really simple, guys, but we can fast fantasize all day what we would do if we get pulled over or go to court. I'll guarantee you what you think you're going to do, you will not do. I can attest to that. And that's based on my experience and based on my personal witnessing. But I will tell you that everything that I believe today, I believe it, but I will tell you it's not written in stone. And if somebody convinced me something better, I'll try to look and follow that up tomorrow. That's only because I'm searching, guys. And I think anybody that's already made up their mind that they're 100% correct is, in my own opinion, probably incorrect. Because I do know the only thing consistent in my life has been change. If I'm not willing to change, how do I know if I'm even in the present? Exactly. J.D., you were trying to jump in there. What were you saying? I think Alan covered it for me. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm sorry, guys. I hate this delay. I, I feel like I run over everybody. That's probably why I don't talk much. No, it's fine, buddy. No, it's all good, man. It's all good words, man. I appreciate your perspective and appreciate you, you talking <laughs> more than two words. <laughs> Shafan want to jump in and make a comment about what he was talking about the other night? It was a good, good subject. Yeah. Well, I could really sit here and listen to Alan talk for the rest of the night. He's, I, I think he kind of knows what he might be talking about. I appreciate but, that, man. I wish everybody said the same thing. I've had people that don't know me from Adam and they call me out all the time. And it, it really hurts when you have nothing but a heart to help people and you know how to help them and they won't answer or take yeah. that advice. And man, I, I appreciate what you said. That just right. means a lot to me. I didn't mean to shut you up though. Any other? Jafon, did you, did you have any other comments about like a follow-up from the, from the talk that we had the other night about this? Are you asking me? Yes. Yeah, I was just curious, like, when oh. you walked away from that call, if, if you gathered anything more that was helpful or, or if it just Yeah, you know, I guess, I guess <laughs> even just listening to Alan tonight, it's, I was kind of coming from the present from, a you know, a little bit of a different angle than maybe what Alan described tonight. I guess for me, it's, you know, just kind of the way I see it from a biological standpoint you know from the moment the chemical process happens at fertilization all the way till i take my last breath all the you know the cells that we evolve into over a lifetime we're, com we're constantly changing and as a you know constantly evolving biological organism that can only exist in one moment of time it's it can't exist in the past or it can't exist in the future so a man who is breathing you know in reality can't be anywhere but the present except you know everybody's mind has been turned to all these legal fictions and all this garbage that it puts them all these legal fictions you know based on history and you know they're not really even there yet people's minds believe in them so much that it takes them out of the present 
and, and their entire life is wrapped up in, I guess, just something that doesn't even exist. And, and yep. it's, it, I don't know if that made any kind of sense, but, oh, yeah. you know, if it did, it's like, how do you try to convey that to people that, no, you're actually not living, you're pretending to be dead, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. It almost says to me. Remember George Garland? Of course. Don't know if I've heard of him. The American Dream, he used to call it, he used to, oh, yeah. he was a comedian, and he's the, he added the best yeah. definition in the world. You know, we're all taught to live the American Dream, the golden watch, living in the future, prepare for the future, prepare for the future. Well, he had it perfectly. He's like, it's called the American Dream because you have to be asleep to believe in it. It doesn't exist. You're literally living a lie. So it's exactly like you stated, and I agree 100%. If you're not in the present moment, I don't know if you're really living in it or not. Yeah, you just have a much better way of putting it than I do. No, I, I, I agree exactly what you said. It it was another way of saying it. It's just it. It's, we all have our own perspective, but the truth is unchanging. You know, I know Alan refers to it as his truth and, you know, their truth and whatever, but... It really is just perspective of the the truth because the truth isn't relative. You know, something can't be true for me and not be true for somebody else. It just it it, it can't happen. It it's either true or it isn't. The truth it, it, it's it's not something that can exist and not exist at the same time. It either is or it isn't. And a lot of people get this idea of you know it's well i mean again it's one of those historical things right moral relativism that's been pushed for what the last 80 years you know my truth your truth their truth well we're just talking about perspective of truth some people may not see the truth they may not be ready to accept it yet they may not even be ready to to hear the truth it's like that uh, that movie with uh, Tom Cruise and uh, what was his name? I can't re- I see the actor's face, but anyway, where they're having the military trial, and you know, he says, "I just want the truth." Jack and Nicholson. He, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's it. He says, "Well, you can't handle the truth." You know, some people literally can't handle the truth. It rocks their foundations like and they're not ready for it and it it scares the bejeebas out of them they're if they're not actively looking that all we're going to do is scare the hell out of them we got to meet them where they're at you know we got to wait for that horse to come to the water instead of trying to drag it (laughs) but like alan just pointed out spawn you know, you and him both are saying the same thing. You just have different perspectives of the truth. And what you're saying is exactly what he is saying. You just have a different spin on it and a different way to articulate it. And I think that's fantastic. All right. I killed the room, I guess. <laughs> you're talking about being present. So if, if that's the case, how many people are actually living in their day-to-day life because a lot of people are just working themselves to death, living for a dream, trying to, to make that reality. 
I mean, some people's car payments are more expensive than their mortgage payment. Yeah. They're on autopilot. Well, listen, uh, speaking yeah, of, a lot of their life, since we're, we're using, you know, movie references tonight, I've got another good one and that's Fight Club. Fight Club expresses exactly what we've been talking about on this podcast for ever since its inception. I, I mean, if you look at it, right, the guy's living two different lives and he's he's actively searching for how to be present. He's trying to figure it out. And he has one persona that's more free than he, you know, and he restricts himself, try, himself in the persona he believes to be the real him. To me, that movie has a really significant message that I think a lot of people miss. It's a, another take on the Matrix, I guess. I mean, I don't know. There's some homework for everybody. Go watch Fight Club this week. And more than Jibber Jabber does not have what's rule one and rule? two. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the first rule, <laughs> The first rule of more than jibber jabber is you got to tell everybody. <laughs> right. It's the opposite. You got to talk about it. <laughs> That's All what right. I was like today when when you guys were talking about the the workload and everything maybe tonight we were going to do something different. No, not possible. We have to. We have to press on. Yeah. All right, so do we want to go into the other topic that you wanted to talk about tonight, J.D., that, that tied to the meme? Oh, I had, well, I mean, I guess we can just, it's kind of an offshoot of this. Yeah, it's, it's basically the same thing. The, I just don't you? know how to segue it. It's basically, it's all the same thing. Every show is the same thing, just in different ways. Like you were saying, what were you just saying? Different uh, ways to yeah, different, look at the truth. Different perspectives of the truth. And right, there not is just, not just, the shaman. There's the shaman. Good. Hey, so, shaman, is everything wiped up? Do what, well, buddy? I said, so, shaman, uh, is everything right wiped up? Oh, yeah, it's a quicker picker upper. <laughs> you want to fill us in when you're late, or you want to keep that night. under your hat? Yeah. Do what now? I said... You want to fill us in while you're late, or you want to keep that under your hat? Is everything okay? No, man. Dee's mom's not doing well. Okay. Oh. Blood clot. Oh, oh wow. Shit. We're praying for her. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, I just, you know, it's interesting. Uh, when I got here, I ran into a, a guy I knew that worked for, and um, his skin is gray, and he's drunk out of his mind. He looks horrible. And he, he asked me, he's like kind of pulled me to the side when I got down there. He's like, I'm like, what, what's going on with you, man? I know you got a tag on your arm. He said, everything. See, I know the story with him and he made some horrible, horrible, horrible decisions and lost his marriage and his businesses and everything. Consequences, man. When the check comes due, it's, you know, it's due. Yeah. For everybody, you know. It's just, I'm just thinking about the decisions we make every day. Just uh, one wrong decision, man. And you can be in deep, deep doo-doo. And yes, I know I said doo-doo. <laughs> doo-doo what? Hey, did that pump get fixed? No. <laughs> no. Oh. 
Sorry, man. Some still things are so parts, rough, right? you just gotta yeah. laugh. Well, I'm still waiting I was, on parts, but I, I was really a, hoping. I had a backup that I was trying to bring back to life, and yeah, I, I it's DNR. So what's the word in the herd? Anybody got anything going on? Well, we've been talking about being present tonight and how to how hey. to convey that to people to and how to get them to see the difference in being present and, you know, as opposed to acting out of legal fiction. All it is, man, stand by your beliefs. That's really all it is. If you're your man, you're going to be present in your or a woman, you're going to be present in that form and that form only. If you want to be in the image of heaven, that's how you do it. Well, I mean, in, from that perspective, anyway, you act on the natural law. It's kind of funny. I revisited uh, the informer today. And I was listening to part one. I got into part two at about 14 minutes. And even though I've listened to that, I can't tell you how many times it, it's still profound. There's still things, there's still nuggets in that dude yep. that I hear. And I just hear them in a different way. I, I, I promise everybody should listen to that whole series. It's awesome. Yeah, we have seven I, it is so... on the website, by the way. JJ here, partner interruption. If this is the first time you're hearing our podcast and like what we're talking about, I'm inviting you to visit our website, morethanjabberjabber.xyz. There you'll be able to find all of the platforms we are on and past episodes of More Than Jabber Jabber. We also have other content such as videos and articles to aid folks in learning. We're working constantly to add more content. Check back often to see what's new. Now back to the rest of the call. I mean, if people would just listen to that, that that would explain so very much. It really would. What were we talking about this morning? I'm a little disheveled right now because I got a lot of stuff going on. But uh, JD, when I talked to you this morning, I said, "Who is you?" What were we talking about right before that? Do you remember well, was, what we were talking about? I was just explaining the meme and the, and uh. The, you know, the meme with the with the girls yelling at the cat. Yeah, I know. But how do we get into I what subject matter we were talking about? It was really good. Remember, I said, man, this would be really good to talk about tonight. <laughs> and that's why uh, I tried to call JJ. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, well. <laughs> you guess it wasn't as earth-shattering as I thought it was. Yeah, I forget, to be honest. Oh, well. There you go. What, and that concludes excited. our show for the evening, folks. <laughs> We don't remember what we were talking about. Well, the meme was the the girl shouting at the cat. Uh, you're yeah, you're trying to make you are trying to make me a slave, and the cat in the position of government's going, no, you volunteered. And then yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that that uh, yeah, I remember seeing that. But JD and I were talking about something because of that, and we were talking about, and it ended up with who is you. And there was something, we were kind of talking about something a little profound. I wish I could remember what it was. I really thought it would help tonight. But yeah, the consent thing, you volunteered, that was good. Well, that wasn't me. That was actually D that came up with that. Danielle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, psychically, I knew that. Psychically, I knew that as well. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, JD told me. <laughs> well, she was supposed to do the show because of that. Yeah, I said, let her do the show then. <laughs> Gets me off the hook. Oh, 
Well, there's your cue. I told I told everybody about me. I I, I told it. I told everybody uh, about. Uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted at this hospital, man. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> what are you laughing at, Alan? I'm surprised you're even in there, man. Dude, if it wasn't for my wife falling apart, I'd not be in this room. I hated the idea when she asked me to come. I said, "Do we have to?" That was probably not the best thing to say. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking. I can't think about that. I got to think about my family. You know, like I'm sorry, but my wife and my daughter come first. You know, and I'm trying to keep her safe. This is the worst freaking place to come to. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's going to end well. Usually with blood clot, where there's one, there's twenty. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, this is. Yeah, tell them to shut up. We're trying to do a podcast here. People. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. Hey. Hey, say, hey say, I'll call back. Look, I'm going to have to deal with this. Just say hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's jumping on him. <clears throat> Squirrel. There's a hospital. You can't be doing that. You know, talking on the phone. Oh. Was that what they were saying? I don't know. Oh. He's probably in the IC. He's in the ICU unit probably on a cell phone. I'm about to, I'm about to teach his boy. What's up? Put on speakerphone so we can all hear it. Oh, I'll make sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to. Be I got sure my give me my cue because I'm at least 25 minutes away. So oh, you he'll be done first. before you get here, buddy. Nice. <laughs> uh, I got my I got my cowboy boots on. These ones are shit kickers. This is how you take the top of somebody's skull off. <laughs> this is, dude. Dave, listen. They're firing wings up again. This place is insane. There are so many people in trouble here. They fly over our house all the time, don't they, Al? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's constant. The ambulance is like about once every 45 minutes to an hour. It's, it's been nuts. Anyway. Wow. Sorry about the distraction, everybody. Daniel, maybe you should really just talk to everybody tonight. Maybe she can she can do some uh, negotiating with the hospital staff there. <laughs> Help you out a little bit. Dude, it's like my guitar player's wife. I, I keep you guys updated every once in a while. Uh, she uh, got COVID again, and they gave her an anti-something. And she almost died because her liver was three times the size it was supposed to be. Oh, wow. But it's a requirement that they have to have it before she can go back to work. So she took this. Let me. Oh, muted out again. Did he drop? Did he drop off? Now he muted out. He might not know it though. That's why I said he muted out, just in case he didn't realize it. Right. We can always unmute and listen. No, I told you I needed to check something to try to find the name of this thing. Oh. The ambulance is coming in with a cop behind it, and they had canceled the code. So I'd say they're bringing in somebody who's done gone now. And here goes Wings again. Oh, That's wow. crazy, man. 
constant dude. Anyway, I'm 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 probably more of a mess than I am helping tonight, so I apologize to everybody for that. It's all right, brother. It's just kind of be expected with what you're dealing with and the place that you're at. Oh jeez. I almost had to get in a fight like three minutes ago. You know, that's almost a good example yeah. of being in and at. <laughs> Sean's just at the hospital. He's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a good one, actually. And that's why I hope I stay. I don't want to go in a hospital. Well, I was just thinking you don't want to say too much because then it's going to look premeditated if you actually do something to this guy. It'd be self-defense. He's like, don't leave me alone. I muted the phone. I said, hey, I'm on the phone. <laughs> He's like, well, talk to my girlfriend. I'm like, dude. <laughs> ah. Freaking retard. Well, is this, this somebody is the guy you know? I knew. Yeah, Alan knows him, too. Oh. But he, he, he made a decision. He went a direction opposite of what he should have in a marriage. And he uh -huh. lost everything. Gotcha. And he does not look well. And his dad is like an ultra, ultra ultra Trump conservative dude and uh, I was actually surprised to see him here with him to be honest but uh anyway alright so Craziness. who is you present I don't know how we got away from that oh wait yeah we did yeah we do Sean sh phone. showed That's up why. in a clown car That's right <laughs> I'm comic relief back to the regularly scheduled program alright Alan, you're you're back on the on the range here. Alan's the paid adult for the evening. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I've done had my two hundred words tonight. Oh yeah, that's right. Say something. that's right. It's D's turn. This is Christine with More Than Jibber Jabber. Please excuse the interruption. I just want to say, if you have any questions, you can email jj at morethanjibberjabber.xyz. You can find us on Facebook and leave a comment, hashtag show question, with your question, and we will answer it on the podcast or as soon as possible. You can also join us at Natural Law Wisdom on Telegram as well. Thank you. Now back to the show. That's what we said she should teach. Yeah. Go, D. I'm just listening, man. I'm learning from you guys. I got I got no. nothing to say that hasn't already been said, Tell though. Us what you've learned. There you go. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Mary and Joseph. Um, I've learned what present means. Um, where I would say represent. I can't be represented. I can only be present. So if I'm standing at court being represented by someone else, then I can't be me talking and, and being in my conviction when I'm giving everything of myself to someone else. I'm not me anymore. <laughs> you guys are catching me off guard here. I just work 12 hours <laughs> in a place that sounds exactly Jeez. like where you're at right now. So I thought that sounded <laughs> great myself. <laughs> I'm not you. even I'm not being facetious I'm serious that's about as simple as it gets that's why that step one thing is so important that's why I'm starting to work on that stuff for you guys because uh, you know what's up man how you doing brother pretty good well my wife's mom but yeah so guys I'm gonna jump off I'll, I'll talk to you alright All right, take care Sean take care alright so 
Uh, and I bet something else you learned there, D, is uh, JJ's a goat lick. <laughs> um, it was a salt lick, but if you have other things you want to talk about, save it for the after call, okay? <laughs> <laughs> See? You even know the Please correct spare us. Please spare us. Spare us <laughs> any other. Well, it was goats that was using me as a salt lick. There you go. Well, now we know why you have to edit your videos. JJ's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to go through and take out all the... <laughs> now we have goat lick. <laughs> oh, buddy. So See, what does step one have to do with, uh, with there, being present? There went the self-incrimination. By your own conviction. Uh, step one. Okay, what's step one? Being present. Anybody tell? Yeah, there you go, Alan. Who could tell us what step one is? Hush, sis, and JD. Durr. Durr. <laughs> who says? Who's there? Or who are you looking for? Right? Come on. I mean, even prior to that, it's who. who step I one is. I man. Are you looking for the man or are you looking for the person? Right? So that the man's present is the person. Right. Seems like the person can only be represent, right? Oh. Go ahead, Mindy. I mean, if you're not present, you can't do step one. Yep, I didn't put it right, but yes. Who are you looking for? Yep, I'm... that makes Yep. It's crazy how easy it is to forget. Yeah. Like, I know it, but I don't know how to put it into words sometimes. Who you're looking for? What do I owe? I was gonna say it's like a phone. And what call. about who says? When it's more like here I am. Who oh. says I owe something? Who's How do it? I pay them? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's I, if I go more past those three statements. Mm-hmm. Mindy, what did you just say? Uh, it's like one back. You were like, um, "Where's the who says? Where's the who says?" Yeah, or am I the person you're looking for? Yeah, who are you looking for? I mean, that's the first, that's number one, right? Who yeah. Who are you looking for? Well, who are you what looking for is, 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 is in combination with your, your declaration of who you are. It's the phone call. You pick up the phone. Hey, hey, it's Mindy. Right. Who's this? Who do you, who do you think you, who are you looking for? Right. 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 Mindy, the person or the woman. And then what do I owe? And who do I owe it to? But it can't be a title. It has to be a man or a woman. It's the only way to verify anything. Right. You're never going to get past step three, probably. I'm sorry, step two. Right. They can't admit that the person is not a who. It's a what. There you go. Yeah. If I am a what because I'm acting as a person or choose to receive a benefit and I'm going to honor that contract... I'm currently acting as a what as well, am I not? Correct. And I may want to do as the court tells me as long as I'm using that for a benefit. Does that mean it's right or wrong? No. I'm just saying there's a difference there. There's a voluntary participation. Correct. I can choose if I believe this benefits me and it harms no one else, I can choose to participate. But there's, there's consequences of my actions. <laughs> uh, then, so if someone says I owe, then you ask. Is that JD or JJ? 
I don't I don't think it's me. The the mic was You're hearing everything. Yeah. Yeah, your mic's up too high right now. Mine? Yes. How's that? It, it sounds better now. It sounds yeah, like somebody was driving. Yeah, it sounds fine now. Yeah. Okay. It's not me. I'm on my couch this time. <laughs> there for a second, JD's was spiking on my end. Mm. Remember, guys, there's there should be a, there has to be a reason you're in court, right? If I have that driver's license, they can subpoena the man into the courtroom because I took on the form of the driver. Mm. So what about during a, um, let's say, collections process, like what I'm going through with a hospital? With the collections process, they would never be able to take me to court because I would offer to settle out of the courtroom. Which I have, but... If they take you to court, then you have all the paperwork to close it down in three seconds. Yeah. Right. And if they take you to court, they're wasting their time completely, especially after you notify them. Right. Look, I've tried to settle this matter at least three times, C, A, B, and C of your future document, you know, your past. Yeah. And you're done. They'll never take you to court. If they do, you'll, they'll get laughed out of the courtroom. Really? As long as you know what you're doing. Right. Yeah, what harm settle. have you done? Yeah. What have I done? I've tried to settle this matter. C, exhibit A, B, and C. You My money's not in. good. <laughs> yeah, you can argue the person then all day. Remember, mm -hmm. that's because it benefited me at that moment. I would argue the person. Right. What you're doing is you're saying, who says I owe this? If no one says I owe it or show me the bill, I'm not paying you. Yeah. If I go to court, well, I may choose that argument or I may choose the argument of look at my exhibit A, B, and C. Well, they do send the bill. They, the, a, the, an itemized, right? An itemized bill of all the hospital charges that I never agreed to. That's what they respond with when I send you know, the letters that... Uh, JJ and uh, help. Yeah, there's nothing verified though. There's nothing verified, right. there's nothing and verified. it's just a statement. It's not it's a, a bill. statement. Is what they send back. He's putting all of this effort into a letter that I mail, and I'm saving it. You know, I got my second one in. I probably need to mail one more. But in response, I get a, an itemized bill. This is what you asked for. It's like no. Was there any paperwork that was signed um, before treatment? Any treatment then? I mean, probably, right? Because I was checking my daughter in for, she had, it was pretty, it was an emergency room treatment. So two hours and then they billed me $4,500. I think like even in hours. their world, you, you can't like make an agreement under stress. Yeah. Right. And if you go there, okay, and I'm just, this is purely for di for discussion purposes, okay, yep. I, I understand, but if you go there seeking care in an emergent situation, they're going to handle it emergently, and unless they unless you ask for it up front, I would like an itemized bill of everything that you plan on doing, and then I can deny that, but up front, they typically have a piece of paper that says, you are giving over care to them and they can take care of you how they seem necessary and then when you decide to leave before that care has been completed you are also supposed to sign an ama against medical advice and you can leave on your own volition um if you don't sign that paper that's fine too they'll just document it as an elopement it's called and then you just leave whatever you know you can they don't have to keep you there but if they've done any care I don't know the story, so I apologize, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of giving off cuff stuff. Um, but I know that there's like a 
an agreement, you know, for care, there's uh, confidentiality, this is a HIPAA agreement. So like right. in an emergent situation with your child, yeah, you're like, just just freaking take care of it. Like here, sign, right. yeah, here you go, here, right. yeah. yeah. $4,500 for two hours, no. And I mean, they nickel and dime everything, you know. Yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. I didn't agree to $4,500. I didn't say, oh, it's going to cost this much. Do you agree? Right. It's they, $1,200 just to walk into the emergency room to get triaged. It's insane. Well, just, me, to, just to have them check your blood pressure. May I ask you a question there, Dean? Yeah. So if a, yes, sir. If a non citizen, okay, let's say a, a illegal immigrant goes into that same emergency room and scribbles on the same paperwork. Do they get charged? Mm -hmm. Do they get sent a bill? If they, if there's any way to tie that individual that has signed to the person. So I'm assuming that there was a, maybe a driver's license or some sort of identification, maybe a social security number that was given. Right. And I'm sorry, Mindy, again, if I'm using you as an example, but anybody that goes into this, we're going to typically ask you for some sort of identification right. in order to, you know, and, and for me, I'm thinking, okay, this is so they need they need to know who I am. If I die, you know, this is what they're going to do. You know, this is what they need to know who I am. They need to identify me. But it's also just I am volunteering, voluntarily <laughs> um, uh, consenting to participate in a contract with the hospital. I give you my information as collateral. You care for me in an emergent type of situation. I pay whatever is supposed to be paid for. Now, I'll be honest with you, and I'm probably a piece of shit for it, but I don't pay all my medical bills that I've ever had. I don't. Like, I needed it at the moment, and it's there, and it's in my little good-to-know file, but, you know, I mean, maybe one day I'll, like, start whittling away at it, and I settle out. Because I don't think it's right to pay, to charge for freaking $150 for salt water. <laughs> You know what I mean? For saline. Right. Right. So when it goes through the whole process of the thing, and then I got the, thank you for calling. Would you like to? Yeah, I'll settle out. Oh, I owe you this much? Well, this is all I got for you. You want it? Right. If it's not good enough, that's fine. You can keep calling. I'm not going to answer. But if you would like to take this amount of money, we'll call it even. Is that cool? Yep. Thank you. Yep. Fine. So yep. yeah, they're, they got a business too. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm not seeing it right at all. Trust me. <laughs> I'm second right. guessing my life choices, guys. But yeah, it's it's not right. But it is something that you guys and myself included went voluntarily to this place to get a care, right? Just remember, guys, please can I insert this? That's a contract that can be negotiated. There yes, I go. see your point as 100% that it's, I come in, I consent to this, but I didn't consent to get raped. I didn't consent to my life savings or my grandfather's farm to be taken from me. Mm -hmm. There's a difference there. And I understand everybody has very points to this, but we need to keep remembering, guys. There's five different ways to skin this cat. Oh, for sure. you If you don't say it. But as long as you're under contract, right, as long as you're trying to settle, they cannot take you to court. If you're writing them letters back and forth, you're under contract. If they take you to court, they've filed a false claim because you're offering to settle in the private. There That's the go. importance of writing these letters and giving them a time frame. If they are in a time frame, they give you 30 days to dispute it. You give them 10 days. 
It's honorable. If they don't dispute it, you write them again. I'm sorry I didn't hear back from you, but you never answered my first question. I would love to settle this matter immediately. Please send me or I a bill of particular. Thank you. You have 10 days, or I presume this to be whatever, just like they do. Third, same thing. I hope all is well. It's my third attempt to settle this matter. It's over after that. Everything in their world is scheduled of three. I don't have to prove to anything to anybody. I have my proof in my hand that I offered to settle with someone who said I owed them something. I never got a something back to settle. There you go. If they take me to court and I have all the proof that I'm offering to settle, they'll be laughed out of the courtroom. Even if I had an attorney, they would be laughed out of the courtroom. I mean, mm -hmm. they can work. They work things out. They can write things off. Yeah, they got they scholarships all yeah. and all, all kinds yeah. of, I mean, I'm just saying you can wait it. If, I'm not, I'm sorry. Let me not speak for you. It can be waited out. You know what I mean? Like if you want to do the honorable thing and pay it off right away, that then it is what it is. But there's, they have games and we can play them too. You know what I mean? Mm. And well, do they ever was... actually take people to court for that? I've never been taken to court. I've, I, if anything, I can sit down with the lady in, in the billing and I have before way before I knew about any of this stuff. And I was just like, you know, what's, um, I think I was, well, when I was pregnant and stuff, I had, um, government, whatever the hell you call it, Medicaid or whatever. So they, you know, they could talk to you about it. Okay. Well, we can settle this much. You can, you know, they have games. They have, they're going to, of course, that's why they keep sending you just mm -hmm. an itemized bill. We don't right. care what you have to say. This is what we're proposing. And they're going to keep proposing it. And Thank you can you send them a dollar a month till whatever, <laughs> till you feel and like the it's The reason I haven't done that is to me that agrees to what they're sending, right? If I send $1, that, then I'm agreeing to what their stated charges are. And so, and when she, when I try to negotiate, they say, well, fill this paperwork out that shows us why you can't afford to pay what we are. None of your business. What we are charging. Exactly. And so JD, JD said, so I've just sort of been laying back and go, well, worst case is my credit, which to me is a good thing. Cause I don't really want credit. Cause then that just makes me get more debt. And I don't want that either, <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't think they're ever going to even take me to court. I think it might just come down to like, hurting your credit because i'm sure i'm not like the first person to go to a hospital and not pay right no and the worst i mean i can't from my experience they just keep getting phone calls every once in a while right. i don't answer numbers i don't know so right <laughs> well so the, yeah but I, I don't know yeah sorry man go, go ahead no go ahead go ahead JJ. That's well it. i was the the point i was trying to make a while ago about the illegal immigrant is the games that they do have, right? It, exactly what Daniel pointed out is there are like, if, if somebody comes in off the street with, let's say, a, you know, a, a laceration and they're, you know, they have a high risk of bleeding out or, or not, but they're, they're, they're bleeding all over the place and they're saying, Hey, I need help. And they refuse to, scribble onto the pieces of paper that they get handed they still get treated because they have an obligation and a duty to do that they're not they're not going to sit there and try to fight the guy and force him to sign the papers no if the guy bleeding out walks in and says help me it's their 
fiduciary obligation to help them out, right? Right. Like, why else would you come to the hospital? So you don't have to sign. Do you know how many people I get that were they have a tube down their throat by the time they get to us, and we still have to work on them? They haven't signed anything. Exactly. <laughs> but we have to work on them. We have to do everything we can in that in that capacity to try to save their life unless they have a DNR, which is a contract that says do not resuscitate, in which case, you know, there you go. One thing, too, guys, to keep in mind with this, you can always negotiate beforehand. Like I've been self-employed, you know, if you want to call it that, I've been self-insured for I can't tell you how many years now. When I have a problem, I walk in and say, I'm cash buyer. I don't have any insurance. That's right. And they charge you less they than they charge, would. With they've you. always charged me less than everybody else every time. Yep. At least half. That's part tell of their them, I will pay tonight. And they're like, oh, you're a cash customer? Wonderful. So that what, there's ways around all of this, but we got to be careful how we get ourselves into those original situations in the first place. Yeah, that's and good. I understand there are emergencies or emergencies and God, if anything happened, my daughter, well, whoever can help me right at this moment, what do I sign? I totally get it. But then we have to honor whatever decisions we made at that particular moment, which is another thing that brings us back to are we present? Are we capable of making rash decisions? I don't know that answer and I'm not nitpicking. I'm just saying sometimes we do really silly things that we have to fix later because in the rash of the moment, we were just worried about the present or the future or the past. Right. I hope I didn't just confuse everybody to death, but. Nope. I'm super guilty of that. Like more often than I care to admit, but yeah, yeah it, it, and, but he's right. They, they will charge. And I know we're talking about this specific thing, but it is um, a thing. They will charge a person that walks in and says, I have cash to pay instead of a person with insurance because the insurance, they can get more money. It's that fake air money, you know, the, the yep. fake stuff. So it just people that don't pay the insurance picks up the slack on it. Mm -hmm. But if you said, look, I got 200 bucks and I'll put the 200 bucks down and um, I'm not really working right now or, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll, think it, they'll, they'll do something. I mean, you can say whatever you want to say, obviously you want to do it honorably, but um, he's right. You can negotiate now, depending on the situation, if you know, something's going on and it's a pretty emergent situation, I'm, I'm probably going to like worry about it later. You know, and an x-ray costs 1400 bucks, 1600 bucks to, to sit there, you know, so these, they, they charge, yes, it's pushing a button, but it is these charges, they charge it. That's what they do. It's like going to the store to buy a dozen eggs right now. It's $7. Insane. Insane. But unless you got chickens, you got to pay for the eggs somehow, right? Well, I thought it was a defibrillator. I don't have chickens. Charged. I don't know. That's you my, don't want the defibrillator. That's my medical <laughs> dad joke for tonight. I, I, <laughs> ah. and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I, I just, I know these things because I, I'm there, but I don't agree with them either. I'm completely like, it's, it's insane. I'm so jaded by the, the job that I'm in. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I just want to point out. I too, don't that think it's right. The the hospitals do get federal funding, you know. So, and it, that's it's why not the like they're illegals. It, yeah, exactly. For people who don't pay or can't pay, or people that are illegals, they get federal money 
for that. So it's not like they're going to go broke. I think I think COVID taught us all that, didn't it? I mean, you know, right? ten thousand dollars just to like write COVID write on COVID on someone's paperwork. Mm -hmm. Fifteen thousand if you go on uh, if you rip a Medicaid. That's what. I'm sorry. Go they ahead. mandated the vaccine. I'm so sorry, Christina. I'm, you're so right. I started talking over you. I'm sorry, dude. The delay. Go ahead. I was saying during COVID, like the height of it, and when they were trying to mandate everybody get the vaccine because Medicaid or Medicare wasn't going to pay for Medicare patients or Medicaid, one of those. I can't remember which one. To me, they're the same. Um, for if if you didn't have your all your employees covered. With the with the vaccination, do you believe that? So they didn't even give a sh crap if it was a matter of uh, in their thought process of their BS of th this is the right thing to do, right? We're gonna need to vaccinate everybody so we can protect everybody. Blah blah blah. No, it's well, we won't get paid if you don't get this pretend BS. That's that's where we're working with right now. You know, no, we're not mandated, Mike. Um, I got a medical exemption. Um, and then shortly after everybody was ready to pick it and riot, it was, um, it was re retracted because they wouldn't have had anybody other than a couple people that were like, yeah, you got to do it. Right. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. You want to drink the Kool-Aid with me? I don't know. What's Kool-Aid made out of? What's it got in it? <laughs> additional, additional white pills that get popped in there. Nope. Didn't they learn that lesson from the people that said they were going to, to get on the spaceship from the comet that was passing by? Heaven's Gate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't they learn anything from that example? You go drinking the Kool-Aid, you know, they're going to come and find you, you know, a week later. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows? They might have been right. We might have missed our ride home. I had a feeling you might go there. Uh. Anyway, uh, I would just, Mindy, to get back to what you were saying, does, um, I would just keep at it. You know what I mean? Like, Stan, no, I'm not going to pay. They can, somebody's going to get tired of of writing back with the bill. Or they can, guys can keep being pen pals. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If you don't want to, you don't want to pay, then don't pay. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter. Yeah, exactly. And I was just using that, the hospital as an example of who, who says I owe, right? Like what man or woman, and that's how I wrote the letter to the manager in finance, the name of the woman or man at the hospital in charge of it. And so that's, I was asking, who are you looking for? Right. Mm. And not trying to speak with the hospital entity, the corporation. So that was my example is trying to actually get a man or woman, which, you know, they're not going to do that. They're just going to send you an itemized bill and then send it over to collections, which is what they did. And I don't care. I mean, I'm not worried about it. It is what it is. No, but it's the principle where you're like, I, this is kind of ridiculous for what happened. But if you, if, if you yeah. just looked at the pricing on everything, which is also yeah. ridiculous, it yeah. probably isn't that bad <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. $4,500 is not terrible in the medical world right now and i right. i know that sounds ridiculous well, not gonna get paid right that's to me it's like the principle when you charge right. me forty five hundred dollars for two hours you get nothing until we talk because <laughs> i mean did they even do anything for 
Uh, they gave her some pain medicine. They did give her some antibiotics for her throat. And um, did they run any tests, run any cultures? Yeah, I'm sorry, you don't have to answer. Were, but yeah, it was four, five, four o'clock in the morning. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. they got to do the cultures. Yeah. The lab has to get paid. They got to run. There's people in the laboratory that have to look at the cultures and see what the microbials are and blah blah blah. You know, it's like it's yeah. There's something in there. It's like paying somebody to get your roof done, right? Like if I, yeah. I go, okay, I want this guy. He's got a he's got a nice fancy truck and he looks like he could he can do the right. roof really good. Right. And I don't care what anybody says, I want that guy to do my roof. Sign right. me up. And I sign him up. And you know, he puts on whatever kind of roof, but he charges me like way more than everybody else did. But I already signed the paper. I already right. did the thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just went through something very similar myself. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was so just my, I know I get I it. Insurance <laughs> my whole life until the last two years were on MediShare, and so now we pay out of pocket until we get to a certain amount, which we never get to that certain amount. So basically, it's always out of pocket, which is fine. So now I just approach it as a cash. Now I'm learning, right? As Alan said, you go in there and you say, "I'm I pay cash." which I didn't do that before. So, and it's not, that's not even like the point for me of the story. It was, it's more like the point is I've got the corporation, the hospital telling me, Mindy, I owe mm -hmm. this money and I'm looking for a man or woman to tell me who I owe. Not and they what. can't provide that. Yep. What's that? Not what you're not looking for. What not. the, the what that says right. you owe because a what can't say. It's who. There you go. Exactly. I didn't contract with the. I did not contract with an entity, right? I didn't contract with anybody. Maybe I did by signing something. Being there and entrusting them in the care, or you know, like I think I said that backwards, but you know what I'm saying. Like you walk into their. Yeah, they. Help. I mean, yeah, they. Right. Help. Right. Alan, does um, it being there is contracting. Alan, does it seem not to being you raped. like? These two ladies have been listening to what we talk about here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, two different point of view, but they're both in two different environments as well. One works for that said environment and one doesn't. But this kind of goes back to what we said at the beginning of the call. You walk your walk and you talk your talk. And like I said earlier, in an emergency, we don't know what we're going to do. So that's how we learn these lessons. And until we go through those battles, we don't know how to apply what we think we have as a belief in the first place. All right. Yep. Yeah. And ladies, I was as an example. Off, I promise. Yeah. No. You know. I mean, it's absolute. Everything's both both sides of the story are one hundred percent correct. I agree both sides. You went in. You agreed for them to help you, but you also did not agree for them to charge you open skies the limit. So you right. have every right to ask for a bill of particulars, a verified bill of particulars, which is you know what it is. It's a signed invoice that says you owe this exactly. Wonderful. Who do I write that check to? But you hadn't even got that yet. Right. That's all you're asking for. I never dispute a debt. I never dispute I owe or say or what anything. I'm like, wonderful. How do I make you whole? How do I settle this? Mm. I'll be glad to pay you. As soon as you show me an itemized bill of particulars signed by an individual, I'll write you a check. Which they'll send an itemized bill of particulars. Not signed by an individual. They won't. Not signed by anyone. Correct. And you put it verified and you put it in the form of a letter, you send it to them. So their little attorneys and little legal team know as well, if we don't sign her a bill, a bill or an invoice, she's not going to pay us. Mm -hmm. Put this in a pile over here. 
Right. And just send it to collections. That's what they do. Uh, well, they can't send it to collections if you're offering to settle. If they do, they're they're frauding the collection agency because you're would. under contract with them because you're contracting to offer to settle. Yeah, they definitely did. They sent it right over to collections. After you sent them three letters? Uh, I've only, I only got to two. I need to send the third. How long was that in dispute? Um, well, it's been in dispute for over a year. Oh, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm like, probably let's, let's say, right. If they send you a dispute or letter in six months, because that's kind of the way they do it. They wait till you're six months in default. Then they say, hey, can you pay us? If not, we're going to send it over. That's when you have the opportunity right then and there to do your three letters. Right. If it's that's gone as far as you have and they've already sent to a third party, it's a whole different animal because here's the beautiful thing. You only owe the third party debt collector for exactly the penny that they paid that debt, which is usually 10 cents on the dollar. Oh, really? You can do that? You, yeah, can, you, you can you can settle out for whatever. Yeah, exactly. But no. you're never offering and say you're guilty. You just sell them to put you an offer in paper and sign it. So if they call, just say what if they're like, well, you owe forty five hundred dollars. Hi, wonderful. And Send me a bill for particulars. You With can do that, or you could tell them, Well, I can give you fifteen hundred. And then they might be like, Well, can you do seventeen? Right. And but you say, Yeah. Be careful when you do that, though, because you're admitting to guilt. Exactly. Okay. That's where the fine line is. So I haven't paid anybody anything. Right. That's what and you got to decide is what benefit. Now, you can offer it to them. They'll probably offer it to you anyways. But yeah. If they call you, what I would do is I wouldn't talk to anybody over the telephone whatsoever. Right. I've heard how many stories that said they would settle for this and they took it and then they still hit their credit. And yeah. all they had was a phone call. No, I want it in writing. Right. I'll be and glad to settle this matter. Who do I owe exactly what I owe? And I'll be glad to pay you. So now I'm not even dealing with a hospital. I'm dealing with collections. Correct. And that's fine. That's wonderful. The collections has what they call, I think it's a bill of attainder or bill of, I forget the legal term, guys. I quit studying that all years ago, but they paid something for that bill. So in law, they are a due holder of that note. They yeah. paid someone something for that. Supposedly. So the hospital wrote it off, and now the collections. Correct, but the collection can only get what they charged, what they paid for. Ah. They can get no. You've not caused the collection agency anything. If they spent two hours paying you, and their rate is three hundred dollars an hour, you owe them the bill plus three hundred dollars, or whatever they can prove in court. If you agree that you're guilty, I don't agree that I owe you anything. Who are you? Show me the contract. And if I sign it with somebody else, I don't owe you anything. Right. And then they can't do anything. They can't even take you to court if you write them the letters. The only thing this has done is affect your credit rating. Yeah, which I don't care. So I need to now send but my... if you ignore it, they're going to take you to court. But, okay. okay. I have a question on all of this. If... <sighs> hmm, how do I word it? Okay, so what you're saying is that there was a service provided. It was too much money, which is understandable and agreed. But there's, and then what I'm hearing is that you don't owe them anything, but they provided some sort of service. So there should be some sort of, there's no guilt to be paid. There was a service done and then there should be tender rendered. No. We're yes. offering, yes. As soon as they tell us what that tender's rendered, I'll be glad to make them whole, but I will not be glad to pay them 58 times what it was worth. Okay. So then what if it goes to, because this is part of the game and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because my thought process is always messed up so 
goes to collections. They got games to play. So do I. I can wait just as long as you can. You want your money, you'll get it. You'll get it on my terms. So goes to collections. I settle out because I don't agree with $4,500 for two hours, but I can understand $1,400 right. and I'll pay it to you monthly until I'm done. Correct. And then I want something in writing stating that this debt is settled free and clear off my stuff. Correct. That's not a reasonable. Yes. And I said, that's a reasonable. Oh, well, reasonable. somebody said something that it was admitting guilt and it's like, there's no, no, no guilt. No, no. If you go right out of the gate and saying, I owe you this, or I'm offering to, I'm offering you $10,000. You're admitting, you think you have the answer what they already told you is true or due or owing. Oh, well, I was I'm just admitting, saying. Correct. If I'm, I'm admitting, Hey, wonderful. If you say I owe something, show me and I'll be glad to pay it. Okay. But if you tell me that it's, it's that, Everybody else charges me $100 to mow my yard. And yes, it was an emergency on Friday night. So I'll pay you twice that. I'm not going to pay you $1,000. And no court oh. in the right mind would allow someone to charge you 10 times the regular amount. If that well, no. is what they're trying to charge you. You don't know. Here's what we're saying. Without you knowing exactly to the penny what someone says you owe, you don't know what to pay them. Well, my I thought process was this, Alan. Hold on. My thought process was this. There's this bill, right? The $4,500 bill. Sorry, Mindy. Now I'm using it as, as an example. $4,500 bill. And then it goes to collections. And then the collections are going to want that $4,500 bill. So they're going to be like, hey, we, uh, we need that money. And I'm like, well, I don't have that money. And then they say, well, what are you willing? What can you do? And I lowball the shit out of them. And then they'll be like, well, I can't really justify that. I can at least do this. So I start, I set the bar. I'm like, well, we're going to start from here. Let me ask you something. And that is 100% agreeable, okay to do with. And I've done that. But here's all I'm saying. Once you set the bar, you are agreeing that you owe them something. If I don't know who they are and I do not have a contract signed by that third-party debt collector, I'm not writing them jack squat until they prove to me. Okay, okay. I'm hearing you now, man. I'm hearing you. I'm not saying I didn't owe this or didn't owe that. I might choose to pay it in full because I felt guilty. I don't know the answer to that question. But until I have a who that says I owe something, whether it be $300 or three apples, I'm not giving them anything and making them whole. That bill that the organization sent me, it's wonderful, that statement. It's not a bill of particulars. It's not verified. So I can hold someone accountable for this ridiculous, outrageous $4,500. If they can prove to me to the point that they made this and everybody made money, the doctor made money, all the everybody that touched anything to do with my name made money, wonderful. What's their hourly rate? Put it on the paper. Now that bill instead of 4500 is now 2200 Great. Mm -hmm. Who do I write the check to? That's all I want, fair. The reason they inflate those bills, and you know that, is because half the people don't pay. Right. And all and they're, they're doing is fishing. Listen. They're fishing, just like the IRS. If you're crazy enough to pay that bill in full and didn't ask any questions, you're just like everybody else that went into the court that didn't dispute that that credit card or third-party debt collector owed you money or vice versa. That's why they tell you every time you go to court, dispute it. The judge says, you can dispute this. That doesn't mean you go make a payment arrangement. That means go ask for the damn bill. Okay. I'm hearing you. And I'm not saying I don't know anything. And I'm saying 100%. You can argue that both sides, 100% and win both ways. It's just how are you going to choose based on your beliefs to move from that point forward? Are you in honor? Are they in honor? 
I choose to stay in honor. If they're being unhonorable, I'm not, I can't help you. Yeah. I'd love to pay what, what I owe. That's reasonable, right? Yeah. Reasonable and true doing owing. Right. If they can testify that it's reasonable, true doing owing, I'll write them a check. But if they're exactly. standing in front of the jury and their average rate is $300 an hour and they charge you $2,000 an hour, the jury's going to go, eh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's what dispute the debt means. I'm not saying I didn't use your service. And you could probably look at everything and say, you know, no, you guys didn't. Yeah. She, she didn't have an IV in her arm. You know, you didn't, you don't need to charge me for saline or, you know what I mean? That's $500 for freaking liter of saline. Yeah, and she got sailing for sure. But but do you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. could fine tooth comb it and be like, well, you didn't even put a bandaid on her. So no, <laughs> like, right. Well, and, and, and the overall view of the bill is just completely bloated 10 times more than it should have been. And it's because they normally charge insurance companies, mm -hmm. right? Not an individual. So I've never had, never really been faced with a bill of that size because I paid my little $150 copay and I was out. And when it's just you, that you realize, wow, this is what, this is the game. This is the game. So if you don't have insurance, they stick it to you hard, which that's fine. I'm learning. And, I'm, and I wonder if they take people to court for, I thought they really couldn't for hospital bills. But anyway, it's another conversation. I really meant only to bring that up as an entity, you know, man, woman type well, scenario. Well, and I appreciate it, but I think the Not whole conversation is a good one. So I, I think that that's, okay. yeah, I, I thank you girls for taking the reins there. I mean, and Alan for, you know, imparting your wisdom there too. Yeah, I think I this is a, a good point, though, to start wrapping up the recording. I want to invite everybody that's on the call right now to hang out for a few minutes and join us for the after call. I know some people got to get up and go do their thing in the morning and can't, but we usually hang out here for a little while afterwards. So if you're apt to do that, come on and hang out with us. Um. Uh, <clears throat> We appreciate everybody coming out. We hope to see everybody again next week. Y'all have a good week. This is More Than Jibber Jabber, doing our best to change the hearts and minds of those seeking truth. forward slash resistance united family worldwide you've been listening to more than jibber jabber we work extremely hard to bring you content that spreads the message of truth if you feel the podcast has been a blessing to you in some way 
and you wish to contribute towards our efforts, donations are gratefully received. You can donate via PayPal to Reverend Wolf at protonmail.com. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday.